This is a rather new subject to me that I personally have never experienced in religion. Just when I think I've experienced all that religion has to offer in terms of entrapment, I run into yet another form I didn't have to experience. For those who have watched the entire series and Painful Masses and Anti-Citizen X's videos on biases and have one more form of religious entrapment we fail to discuss, please send them my way. I suspect that Islam may have one or two psychological tricks up its sleeve I'm oblivious to. This young adult contacted me and is going through the exact same thing I did at that age. Fear of hell on top of massive depression for those going to hell. No logical argument as of yet can shake that fear, which, as I have discussed in my sub-series Overcoming Hateophobia, is a natural phobic phenomena tied deeply into the limbic system, if one is exposed to this kind of fear growing up, and it can take years to completely get over it. This person's life is nearly unbearable. A paradigm is possibly on the horizon. Doubt is pushing the brain into emotional turmoil. However, this young person has an extra factor I never had. You see, this person is a Calvinist, and the curse of leaving Calvinism is the feeling of complete rejection by God. John Calvin, like many religious scholars during the Reformation, now that the Bible was available to anyone, saw the many, many inconsistencies in the Bible and philosophy, and like many branches, developed a methodology to try and figure out what the Bible actually meant as opposed to what the Catholic Church claimed it meant. His realization was that because God was omniscient, he therefore knew the past and the future. He knew of the suffering that was going to happen in his creation before he made it, and he also knew that only one in a million was going to escape from the fiery pits of hell of eternal agony. Most religions kind of ignore this problem and brush it aside with free will. Calvin instead took this problem head on and completely accepted the implications by rejecting the idea of free will. Everything that happened was God's design and pushed the concept of predestination. You don't really have a choice and if you were chosen or elected by God to be saved, you would be. There are five major tenets of Calvinism. One is total depravity, where a person is unable by their own merit to follow God or have any form of altruism, which, thanks to studies into oxytocin, we know is not true. As a social species, we evolve to be good to one another under the majority of situations. However, one cannot find God on their own. They have no free will to do so, just stupid, selfish, Ayn Randian animals, just like he made them. The next tenet is unconditional election, where God goes down and picks people for only reasons he knows to find and come to him. Nothing they could do could bring them to him. They are too worthless. Next we come to limited atonement, in which the death of Christ was only meant for those who were atoned, and not for the rest of us. Next comes irresistible grace, where if you've been picked by God, then you will have no choice but to accept it at one point in your life. Lastly is the perseverance of saints. The doctrine asserts that since God is sovereign, his will cannot be frustrated by humans or anything else. Those whom God has called into communion with him will continue in faith until the end. Those who apparently fall away either never had true faith to begin with or will return. This religion thinks in completely opposite ways to most other forms of Christianity, tackling the issues the rest ignore and ignoring the issues that other religions focus on. 
It perpetuates itself using an extra two mechanisms on top of the usual toolkit by religious. One is ego. You are so important and so special to God that he chose you above a million or more other people to be in heaven with him forever. Talk about privilege. You, while having to be humble about it because you, of course, are a worthless piece of scum, you are still the scum he chose to make into something great. While most religion ignore the odds of the number of people not saved because things like depression could occur and just focuses on Jesus' love for you and your free will to accept his gift to all, Calvinism embraces the number who are going to burn and is completely okay with it. While most other Christianity is willfully blind and dismissive of God's cruelty to the unsaved, they instead embrace and accept it. A creationist came to our skeptics in the pub and later CFI to find some atheists to debate. After a few weeks of discussion, we realized he wasn't there to learn anything, just to repeat the same crap we refuted. At one point, my girlfriend asked him, So what was God's plan for killing so many of those people in the Haitian earthquake? They never had the chance to find the Lord. His response was that it was to teach him gratitude about how good his own life was. We're both surprised she was able to hold back herself from strangling him. This is a massive case of egocentrism. Without even thinking about the other people as people, with the same emotions, hopes, or dreams, and pain like I have, instead God killed those nobody brown people to make my white privileged self realize how good I have it. The unsaved are less than animals unless God decides in his infinite wisdom that they're worth saving. We soon started ignoring him when he showed up, and eventually he stopped coming. I'm posting a link to a sermon the person having doubts sent me to see where they came from. It really is uncaring as it makes all salvation up to God for some arbitrary reason only he knows, which sounds even more like selective breeding in my spoof video, God Has a Delicious Plan for Your Life. The other mechanism used is actually the reverse, which this person currently has to tackle. By leaving the religion and no longer believing in God, you yourself really have no choice in the matter. God has rejected you, you worthless piece of trash who is a vile pimple on the ass of the world. You were raised with the ego boost of being picked best above all people, and now have a massive emotional crash from the feelings of ultimate rejection. Not only do you have to fight your lingering irrational fear of hell with facts, you also have to fight this feeling of worthless rejection, which MRI scans show has the same effect on the brain as being punched in the stomach. Luckily, the limbic system can be taught to unlearn this fear, and like getting punched in the gut, one can work out their mind muscles and become tougher to the rejection, but it can take years of mental hard work. I have never had to experience this, but I have brushed up against it. I watched a movie about the Antichrist one time as an early teen, and that night I had trouble sleeping, knowing that God had hardened Pharaoh's heart, and what if God had chosen me to be the Antichrist? I also knew that people who were once Christians that left the faith seldom came back, and were of course never really saved, which made me even more worried about my own salvation, and tried to cling to God and his word even more. I would continue to have this doubt and fear on the occasion that I let my mind wander and not think about Jesus. At a certain point, I inadvertently had worked out my mental muscles, and the feelings of rejection by God I knew didn't exist ceased to phase me. Nowadays, I guess I am something of an antichrist, but I don't think I'll ever have the political power needed to be the antichrist. That's Barack Obama, right? 
The person I'm discussing will probably read the comments, so if you want, post things that helped you through your deconversion or just some encouragement for people going through this very brutal period of their life. Thank you.